Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. God is so good. So good God is to each and every one of us. We need to stop and pay attention to his goodness. We continue with our devotion in the morning time. And this morning we are still in Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 32. Where the Bible says, And what shall I more say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon, and of Barak, and of Samson, and of Jephthah, and of David also, and Samuel, and of the prophets. Last morning, I shared with you in regards to this great man of faith, Elijah. He has now reached to the place in his life where he has allowed his faith to be crippled. We need to look at what caused this great man of faith to be at the place now where his faith is crippled. I said to you last morning that he took his eyes off the Lord. And when you take your eyes off the Lord and you put it on people or circumstances, you will always find yourself going down. What caused him to take his eyes off the Lord? In 1 Kings chapter 19, verse 2 and 3, the Bible says, Then Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah, saying, So let the gods do to me, and more also, if I don't make your life as the life of one of them by tomorrow about this time. And when he saw that, he arose and ran for his life and went to Beersheba, which belonged to Judah, and left his servant there. As I read this entire story, I found that the words that Jezebel used, the message that she sent to Elijah, the man of God, caused him to be very much discouraged. He became very discouraged. In verse 3, the Bible says, and when he saw that, he arose and ran for his life and went to Beersheba, which belongs to Judah, and left his servant there. Discouragement always bear fruit. When you are discouraged, you become careless. You find yourself saying, whatever happened, happened. You, you hear things like, I'm not killing myself anymore. If you are a leader, sometimes you hear, who come, come. That's their business. If things are not going the way that it seems they should go, you would hear things like, everybody seems to be against me. I don't have to stay here. The pressures are too much. Sometimes you hear some of the leaders in churches say, I am through, no more ushering, no more teaching, no more song leading, no more bus driving, no more preaching. I am through, no more church. I am not going back there. After you become discouraged, <laughs> then something else happens. Then comes despair. To be despair is to lose all hope and to be running from something that you should not be running away from. And 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 8, the scripture says, 
We are hard pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not despair. Here is a man facing the trials of life, the difficulties, facing difficulties, but not losing hope. After discouragement, we notice that despair comes, but along with despair comes doubt, uncertain distrust. Paul wrote to Timothy in 1 Timothy chapter 2 and verse number 8, he said, I desire therefore that men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands without wrath and doubting. <laughs> After doubt comes disbelief. In Hebrews chapter 3 verse 12, he says, Beware, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief and departing from the living God. Discouragement brings distraction. In Matthew, the 14th chapter and the 30th verse, it says, and when he saw the wind was boisterous, he was afraid and beginning to sink, he cried out saying, Lord, save me. He was distracted by the rain. May I remind you, discouragement brings dullness. In Hebrews chapter 5, verse 11 through 13, the Bible says, Of whom we have much to say and hard to explain, since you have become dull of hearing. For though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you again the first principles of the oracles of God. And you have come to need milk and not solid food. For everyone who partaketh only of milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. Could you imagine? Here is this man of God, Elijah, who at one point decided there will be no rain upon the face of the earth. No rain, no Jew will come for three and a half years. Here is this man, while the drought was upon the earth, that the Lord spoke to him and said to him, Go down by the brook, Cherith. I have commanded the ravens to feed you there. And here he is down by the brook, and morning and evening, the ravens providing him with his meals directly from God. Here is a man that had time by the brook with God, and God alone. This man experienced the brook dried up. And when the brook dried up, God appeared to him and told him, go to Zarephath. I have commanded a widow woman to sustain you there. He goes to Zarephath. He meets this woman up there, this widow woman with just a little meal in a barrel, a little oil in a bottle just about to use the last she had and feed herself and her son. And then they would have nothing and die. And he saw the hand of God that took care of him and took care of her. What a man. What a, what a man experiencing the power of God. Here is this man of God who put those that follow Baal the prophets of Baal to the test and said, 
that if Baal be God, then you make up your mind to serve him. But if God is God, then you must serve him. And he said, we will put it to the test today. We are going to make an altar and we are going to get the sacrifice and put on the altar. We're not going to light the fire. We are going to call on God to light the fire, he said, but I'll let you go first. He was so sure that Baal was not God. The Bible said they called from morning until afternoon. Oh, Baal, hear us. And no one came to their rescue until they began to cut up themselves until they bleed. And after they were through, he built an altar, put the sacrifice thereon, called for water, and soaked the sacrifice and the wood. And then he called on God and said, God, it is time for these people to know who you are. And God, send down fire and burn up the sacrifice, lick up the water. And everyone they knew, they said, the Lord, he is God. Victory after victory. Kill all the prophets of Baal. Ahab wife gets to hear what he did and sent a threat to him. And she scared the man. And he's running for his life. All discouraged. Like I said yesterday, we must be careful. After a time of victory, who? The devil always comes around with a time of testing. We must be careful. We must be careful to keep our eyes on God and not on the things that surround us. I trust that this day, that even though we are going through this pandemic and things are looking tough, you may not be able even to be in church like you would love to be, but I encourage you, keep your eyes on the Lord. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. He will always see you through. If you are discouraged today, encourage yourself in the Lord. Don't allow yourself to become dull or distracted. Uh, begin to doubt God. Don't harbor disbelief. Don't be despair. Our discouragement is a tool that is used by the enemy. Don't let it get hold of you. Shake off that snake of discouragement. Our Father, in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the witnesses before us today, how we could be so well up on the mountain, and if we are not careful, we can find ourselves down in the dumps, being discouraged. I pray that you will help us to determine that we will encourage ourselves if no one else would do it. Help us to be encouragers and not discouragers. Be with your people. Meet all of their needs. We love you and praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful day.